You are listening to You Were Made For This, the podcast to help transform your relationships into the best they can be. Welcome to You Were Made For This. If you find yourself wanting more from your relationships, you've come to the right place. Here you'll discover practical principles you can use to experience the life-giving relationships you were made for. And now here's your host, John Sertalic. Well, hey, thank you, Carol. And hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 106. At the time of this recording here in the United States, we are turning the COVID-19 corner. More and more people are getting out and starting to think about taking a vacation. I hope that's true for you in whatever part of the world you are in right now. If you are planning to take a vacation with your family this summer, It's important to know that a great family vacation takes careful planning beyond how to get to our destination and what to pack for the time away. Great family vacations happen when we pay attention to relationships and what we can do to nurture them. And that's what this episode is all about. A great family vacation starts with your family meeting together well before leaving for your trip. It's important to meet to discuss the first three of five important keys to making your family vacation the best ever. Now, don't forget to include the kids. Even very young children can participate. The time spent investing in this planning stage will help build anticipation and excitement for your time together. And it will help build better family relationships, not to mention great vacation memories. Well, here they are, the first three of these important five keys. Number one, know what you want. Spend time clarifying your expectations. Write them down. What type of family vacation do you want this to be? The more you know what you want, the easier it will be to get it. If you're not sure what you want, you leave yourself open to disappointment. If you are clear with what you want, you can take steps to get it. Think this through before you go. For example, on your vacation, would you like lots of activity, or would you prefer to read books by the beach for a week? Do you want to stop at historical markers on your drive, or do you want to keep those wheels rolling until you reach your final destination? Do you want to visit historical sites, or would you rather spend the time at amusement parks? Do you want to do everything together, or would you like to allow for some alone time? Well, that's the first important key. Know what you want. Here's key number two to a great family vacation. It's this. Mind readers are staying at home. Yeah. Don't expect people to read your mind, because mind readers aren't coming with you. Tell people what you would like to make the vacation a good one for you. Share your expectations with your family before you leave on your trip. Don't assume the rest of your family will know what you want, because they won't. Remember what's been said of assumptions? I've talked about this before. Assumption is the lowest form of communication, followed closely by email. For example... Is your expectation that you're going to stay up late to watch movies or play board games? Or 
Do you expect to get up before dawn to watch the sunrise? Know what you want and let people know. Key number three, listen to what others want. A family vacation isn't just about you. The rest of your family has expectations just as you do. Find out what they are. Ask. Draw people out. Get the rest of your family to express what they want. The more you know the expectations of others, the less tension there will be and the fewer surprises. Do this before you ever leave the house. I thought of an example of this from a vacation that Janet and I took with our grandkids, three of our grandkids, oh, several years ago. Well, maybe it's longer than several now. They're, they were um, in middle school at the time. We were taking them on a two-day trip to our favorite vacation destination in northern Wisconsin. And I really wanted to know what, uh, what they expected. And I was frankly surprised, and so was Janet. They surprised us with what they wanted to do when we simply asked them. They just wanted to chill. Picnics in the park, miniature golf, and swimming in the motel pool was about as active as they wanted to be. I expected that they wanted to be on the go all the time, to go to the go-kart track and spend the day there or doing all kinds of other outdoor things. No, they just, they just really wanted to chill. And that was great for us because that's really what we wanted to do too. And we had a wonderful time, but it really started by just asking them, even as young children, what they wanted. So that's key number three. Listen to what others want. Now, all three of these keys are important to consider before you ever leave town. Then, when the big day arrives and you're off on your trip, it's time to put into place the final two keys in making a great family vacation. Key number four, the next on our list, is to find humor in the disappointments. We've all heard that the two things that never change are death and taxes. To these two, we can add some disappointment in a family vacation. The weather won't be quite right. The traffic may be congested. Someone will get sick. You'll lose something. It's all part of a vacation. It's all part of what to expect. But we can look for humor in what goes wrong that will help create memories to laugh about at Thanksgiving dinner. I can tell you about one disappointment that Janet and I and our kids, when they were very young, experienced. We had planned a road trip to Colonial Williamsburg in Virginia for a few days, and then after that on to Washington, D.C. Well, I had booked reservations for uh, hotels or motels in both locations, but we decided to leave Colonial Williamsburg a day early and just head to Washington, D.C., thinking that we could find a hotel along the way. Well, I could not have been more wrong because with each motel or hotel we stopped at, the person at the reservation desk, checkout desk, said, hey, we're every, everyone's going to be booked because this happens to be a special weekend. The cherry blossoms are in bloom, and you're going to have real difficulty if you haven't found a reservation. So instead of moving closer to Washington, D.C., <laughs> We headed back in the same direction that we had come from. 
And that was rather discouraging. And that wasn't the part that made it so bad. It was that we finally did find a hotel. Or it's a motel, and I'll never forget the name of it, the Scott Ladd Motel. It was about 30 miles out of Washington, D.C., the worst motel I have ever stayed in. The rooms had uh, concrete block brick. All the walls were concrete block bricks painted in turquoise with a heavy gloss of paint. The drawers in the dressers didn't work. There were just so many things that didn't work. It wasn't clean, and it was really loud. There were a bunch of truck drivers in the, in the hotel next, next to us, and they were very, very loud, and nobody could sleep. It was the worst night we have ever had. But we still joke about it, my wife and I. The kids, I think, were too young to remember, or they were too traumatized, and PTSD has set in, and they have just blotted that out of their memory. But we found humor in that. Humor in the Scott Ladd Motel outside of Washington, D.C. The point of all of this, again, is to find humor in the disappointments. Well, finally, the fifth key to a great family vacation is to debrief at the end of each day. And this means to meet as a group and share with your family what went well and what didn't. Each person gets to talk about the highlights and the lowlights for them. What was funny? What was disappointing? What expectations were met both for you and others? Here you can talk about any mid-course corrections that may need to be made. Have expectations changed? What part can everyone play in making tomorrow better for everyone? Find someone to compliment or affirm for how they acted today. You can do all of that in a debriefing session at the end of each day. You can make a contest out of it. Give rewards, keep score. Well, how can you use what you've considered today? Well, the first thing you can do is to download a copy of something I put together to help you. It's a two-page PDF file entitled Five Keys to Making Your Family Vacation the Best Ever. I'll have a link to it in the show notes. You can then make a copy for each person going with you on your family vacation and then discuss the five keys well before you leave home. If you go on a vacation with friends, people not in your family with no kids, all of these principles apply. They really do. If you are a missionary and your family is on home assignment, most of these principles will also apply. Now, a home assignment is certainly not a vacation. It's anything but a vacation. For, obviously, you are subject to expectations of others. But, to the extent that you have control over your time and your own expectations, the greater these principles will apply. If you forget everything else, here's one thing I hope you remember from today's episode. Use your family vacation to enjoy each other, and not just the sights you see. Embrace that great quotation from Walt Whitman, who said, We were together, I forgot the rest. We were together, I forgot the rest. I'd love to hear any thoughts you have about today's episode. 
just send them to me in an email to john at caringforothers.org. I may share them in a future episode unless you say otherwise. And you can also share your thoughts in the leave a reply box at the bottom of the show notes. I hope your thinking was stimulated by today's show to both reflect and to act so that you will find the joy that God intends for you through your relationships, especially family relationships when you go on a vacation. Because after all, you are made for this. Well, that's all for today, and I look forward to connecting with you again next week. Goodbye for now.